of Zion. We're on now starting on page Zion, which is the words after all the introductions and everything. So third Rishon, the first chapter of some of the uh, as you see, a cute little introduction I gave. Some of the vote is from the Ramak of Moshe Kozavero. He was the Rebbe of the Arizal. Uh, and in this paper, he's going to explain uh, the Yudgilomidos, the attributes to which Hashem relates to us. There's 13 attributes of mercy and what that means as far as how Hashem relates to us and how that means to us relates to other people. And the idea is we're coming out to very close to the moving out towards Yom and the Ryan, we say Sichos and the Yud Gilamidos a lot. And the idea is that we're supposed to emulate these attributes ourselves and Hashem treats us the way we treat others. So the more we emulate these characteristics, these attributes, and the more merciful we are towards other people, then the more mercy we Thing by Hashem, from Hashem. So here we go. Chapter Parakvishon. A little introduction to this chapter. There's, there's Hashem. There's, he discusses here. There's the Tevlim of Hashem that I think he doesn't explain exactly the details, but throughout Chumash you see Hashem sees, he hears, he's all these things, and in a very superficial way, we have eyes, we have ears, and we are superficially similar to Hashem, but he's going to explain that the deeper way, the way Hashem relates to the world, his attributes, his characteristics, the way he behaves towards us, the way it appears to us, and that's a more profound, more deep, more intrinsic film of being in the image of Hashem. There's the image superficially that is seeing and hearing and all that. And then there's the image of Hashem emulating his actions. So if, if the latter, he's going to say, of course, the main, the main point of what we're supposed to be doing. First chapter in the Thomas Devorah. Adam, person, really, it's appropriate that he should emulate, he should be similar to his creator, they ask, then he will be uh, comparable to this, he discusses a thing called the upper image, the image of Hashem. Tell him the moose. I'm not sure the difference between these two words. One, just technically, literally, technically, it's, it's interchangeable, and I'll worry about that right now. I'm not doing tomorrow analyticals. Okay. Tell them the demuth. Tell them is uh, literally image and demuth is form. And there are philosophical and Kabbalistic ramifications of that. I'm not sure what the distinction is. Okay. Sheila Yedona. You have to. Sheila Yedona. If we should be. Similar to Hashem, which emulate him, which should be in his likeness, and physically meaning the sight and the hearing and the whatever, <coughs> but not in our behavior, not in our actions. who maxi he is counterfeiting the image. He is uh, is also um, falsifying, falsifying, right? Falsifying the image. 
Lord Puzzan is a bit disappointed. I think it's to be Mukhtar, to be disappointed. It's a disappointment. But Yoyu Allah, and it says about him, Surah Noah, and people will say about such a person, Surah Noah, a nice image, but nice clothing and despicable actions. He always looks good, he looks like the Hashem, but he's in the Hashem's image, but look at how he's behaving. Shahari, the main point of being the image and the form of Hashem, of Hashem, pain that is his actions, the way he acts for others. What would help a person if he's comparable to Hashem in his physical faculties and image and whatever? Also, just as a sort of sign, of course, Hashem does not have any image. He's not physical. He has no body. He's one of the good, one of the... Uh, one of the foundations of our faith and listed among things that a person doesn't believe, he doesn't have a share in Olam Abba. Shem obviously has no physical shape, no physical form. He's beyond anything we can imagine, but just as uh, we find in the Chumash that it's, he talked about his eye, it mentions his eyes and his hand and his outstretched arm, just something that in a way Hashem is a ability that Hashem has and is described in that way because it's something that we can relate to in our frame of reference. Okay. So now, just you make the, that clear uh, before we continue. What you, uh, the, uh, the word you have, uh, you now yeah. have You have Nakuno? You do not. What? You do not have which I have Yudum Yudume. Oh, Yudume. 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 The Kainari. So, Abu Tullah Yudume the Kainari. And in his activities, his actions, he's not comparable. He's not emulating his creator. Okay. So where's the health of a person has the physical appearance, the physical, the physical capabilities that are similar to the Shem's capabilities in some way, whatever, as we understand them? But he does not emulate his Shem's behavior, his actions, the way he relates to us, the way he relates to the world. The thesis, therefore, really is appropriate. You should... A person to emulate the activities, the actions of Kessa. Kessa is, he's going to say right away, there's a different, in, in Kabbalah, there's a ten different series. There's Kessa, or Chochma, Bina Das, Kessa, Gwur, Tzavis, and a whole bunch of, and the rest of them. And the all, the higher they are, the more, uh, the, the, and they, the ultimate one, the highest one is Keser. And there are all the different spheres are just different ways that Hashem relates to us and different attributes that He has in relating to us. And the ultimate one, the highest one is Keser. That's a brief, that's enough for our intensive purposes here. 
So what is Kesa? Shehein Shaloshesim Yidei. Shemachamim. Practically speaking, Kesa is the Shaloshesim, the 13 attributes of mercy. The upper, ultimate, the lofty uh, 13 attributes of mercy. The Muzais is the shade of Sukim, and it's hinted at, they're mentioned, they're hinted at to this Pasuk in Micha. He uses the Pasuk in Micha. We also are very familiar with the Pasuk Hashem, Hashem, Kirat, and Lechonun. He's going to use as a basis for the Sefer and a basis for explaining the Yudgilomidais. He's going to use a Pasuk in Micha, which is, I think, more Mephorish. It explains the Yudgilomidais more explicitly, more more clearly, but if you find a lot of Sidurim, when they have the Hashem, Hashem, and you'll see that it's, it's a, it, it a lot of times has this Pasuk along with it, and you'll see how it lines up, how each phrase by phrase, which phrase of Hashem, Hashem, lines up with Mikael Kamosha. Now, we're, he, he, he's going to use Mikael Kamosha, Pasuk Samisha, which is listing the explosion phrase, the 13 attributes of mercy. And starting with me, we'll see. Now I'll just translate it. When we go through, we'll see the significance of each phrase. Me, who is Hashem like you? No, say, who bears insult, he bears sin, for overall passion, and he overlooks iniquity. We'll see what that means also. To the remainder of his inheritance, referring to his people. He does not um, hold on to his anger forever. Because he desires chesed. This is a very simple translation. We're going to go through phrase by phrase the more the deeper implications of each part. He should return and have mercy on us. He should this word is to crush, he should subdue our sins, meaning he should squash them so that they shouldn't, we'll see what that means. He should throw in the river, in the, in the depths of the sea, all of our sins, all of their sins, referring to us. He should give truth to Yaakov, kindness to Abraham, which he Promise which he swore unto our fathers, we make heaven long ago. The, so that's the public. And we'll see how each phrase by phrase is referring to a different attribute of Hashem. And he's going to go very practical discussion of it. In King, if this is so, I think in front of that, we need to, uh, let's see, really, that if it's so that this is his his actions, and if the person really has to emulate Hashem's actions and not just be the Telemelechim in a superficial way, so really, it is appropriate that a person, it should be found within a person these 13 attributes. And this is the way the person should possess them, they should contain them. This is the way that they should relate to the world and relate to other people. Now, as far as your son, we will explain these 13 actions, these 13 ways of relating to the world and relating to people. 
That's appropriate. A person should have the thing that they should be found within a person. Okay. As I shall tomorrow, we'll continue with the first one. That's going to and continue. Any How questions or comments? Yeah. How do we understand besod? Is it like besod as opposed to vendors? What? I want to know how do I understand uh, besod? Is that like besod? Is that like opposed to renes and uh, drush? Oh, you saw it. Okay. I don't know which which one are the besod right right in the beginning. Besod. Uzos besod hapsukim. Right. Oh, right so I mentioned the mizos. There are forms that you sowed. Usually when they quote the Pasuk, they use the word, so that's how they refer to the Pasuk. Very, very simply, that's, that's how they refer to the Pasukim. It's hinted that in this Pasuk, in the, in the I, I, I wouldn't, it's, it's something that, it's just, it's, it's, it's the most literal, it's kind of a figure of speech that they use. It just, it just means like, if you, in other form, we're just right, um, it was the kiddushi as written, kakasu as written. This whole thing, besod of sukim, it maybe has some deeper significance, but practically speaking, it's really just a common way that certain spars relate to, to introduce a quote. Uh-huh. I would, I would say, for our purposes. Well, you could say it, it's not. It would be basic. The basic. Maybe you think it's a deep meaning of the pasuk. Maybe it's 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 into that the deeper meaning of the pasuk. Kind of be little. Maybe that's what it's that it's talking about. So, but it's usually just. It's, I've seen it used a lot of times. It's it's it's, it's practically speaking, it's just the way that it's like takasum as is written. It's uh-huh. it serves that function. Yeah. And and kasher is that we have these. Uh, yeah, as, uh, as this was in reference to the uh, like we have by uh, uh, spheres in there, we have those same uh, yeah. midos. These are the exactly, same yeah. But the kesa, that's the highest of the spheres, and when you go through all the list of all the spheres, that kesa, that's what we're talking about. Kesa should be kesa, kesa should be kesa. All those that is the kesa is referring to the the ultimate, the highest of all the spheres. Um, I have a question here in the room. Yeah. So it means uh, he also has something like a hand, legs, and eyes. So we need to, we need to um, be like a Kodesh Boroku, not uh, just a creation, but uh, with the needles that he has. That's what the point is, yeah. But, uh, what the That's the point. Of That's what we're doing. That's what we're learning. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's merciful. He's, uh, he forgives uh, forgive, uh, sins. He yeah. forgives insults. That's yeah. what we're doing. So, personally, you need to, need to go step by step uh, to be more close to middle school. Yeah. Right. And that's what we're going to see. What's talking about? Wait. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. Um,